Our Responsibility as Abraham's Seed by Apostle Jacqueline Fedor What is our responsibility as Abraham's seed? We must coexist with Adam and be a light in order to draw them to a better way and also be God's trumpet, his mouthpiece, to bless them with the full gospel. In other words, if you work for the world, do your best for your employers, even though they may not be of the kingdom. Be fair, honest, an example of kingdom principles. Shine the light of God. Be ready in season and out, as Scripture tells us to speak truth when needed or to give godly answers to their problems. Titus chapter 3 verses 1 through 11 explains how God's family is to be. Remind them to be subject to rulers and authorities, to obey, to be ready for every good work, to speak evil of no one, to be peaceable, gentle, showing all humility to all men. For we ourselves were also once foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving various lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful, and hating one another. But when the kindness and love of God our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior, that having been justified by his grace, we should become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. This is a faithful saying. And these things I want you to affirm constantly, that those who have believed in God should be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable to men. But avoid foolish disputes, genealogies, contentions, and strivings about the law, for they are unprofitable and useless. Reject a divisive man after the first and second admonition knowing that such a person is warped and sinning, being self-condemned. Always keep in mind, we as the born again are actually of a different kingdom and no part of the world. In fact, our king is even different from the one who runs the world. Our kingdom, therefore, has a different culture that seems strange and is to Adam. Thanks to Eve, Adam is the fruit of the tree of good and evil. They do things their way, based on the nature of their father. We do things the kingdom way, as we are taught by our father. To express the way we interact in God's kingdom to the world of Adam is asking for arguments. Even their outlook on scripture is understood through the thinking of the wrong tree, so their church doctrines are built on lies and the traditions of man. The Word of God cannot be properly taught and understood through the world's intellectual thinking as truth is wisdom recorded from the tree of life and comprehended only through our matured, regenerated spirit man after baptism. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 6 and 7 However, we speak wisdom among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, the tree of good and evil, nor the rulers of this age, who are coming to nothing. Remember the evil angels taught man before the flood, 
But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory from the tree of life. So why put truth out there in the world? They really think they are right and are by their standards that have been set by Satan. They don't understand the tree of life and our ways are not their ways. Our thinking is not like theirs. We are different, foreign, and there are more of them than us. So in their opinion, we are wrong and being misled. As small as we might be, we have our own leadership that is quite different from leaders chosen by people that are operating through thinking from the tree of good and evil. Our government is set in place by God. The leadership over different groups is not selected by their people either, but again, chosen and appointed by the Lord. Will intellect understand this appointment? No more than the armies of Israel understood how young David, a shepherd boy, slew an enemy they were scared to death of. God had anointed and appointed him through the prophet Samuel earlier. He was God's choice and therefore anointed to do the job. Didn't make sense because God's ways were not man's way. So it is today. If not born again and taught to separate from the tree of good and evil's logic, there is no way to comprehend reasoning from the tree of life. The language of God is foreign. The reasoning of God seems foolish. The actions of his people, his family, makes no sense at all, as it comes from a source unfamiliar to the world's people. Sad to say, many will not listen to the children of God at all. They ridicule and persecute them because they don't think like them. So you see, it is useless to discuss kingdom ways with those not born again. Jesus, the scripture tells us, is the way, the truth, and life. But when we talk about his ways, the world laughs. When we speak truth, they mock. When we suggest there is eternal life, a time that we will be changed from being mortals to becoming immortal, they make fun of us, saying, we're just afraid to grow old and die. Yet whether they understand or not, we know Scripture declares this truth in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 51 through 54. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, die, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible has put on incorruption, and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. You see, because they look at life through eyes trained by the tree of good and evil, they really can't see the true meaning of the scriptures, nor will they understand the voice of the word as they hear it. It therefore becomes apparent that the deeper wisdom from the tree of life must not be shared with anyone that God did not lead us to speak to. In fact, did you know, not all are even meant to understand. Mark chapter 4, verses 11 and 12. 
And he said to them, To you, God's children, it has been given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. But to those who are outside, all things come in parables, so that seeing they may see and not perceive, and hearing they may hear and not understand, lest they should turn and their sins be forgiven them. The full salvation message is, of course, for all the world to hear. The pearls of wisdom, the deeper truth concerning kingdom life, will only be trampled by the children of the tree of good and evil. They have their own holidays, for instance, and do not care to learn about God's. Their rules and regulations are subject to physical law, whereas spiritual laws supersede physical laws and are written on soft hearts that love God and each other, a place where the world can't see them. They, therefore, cannot understand our standards, our morals, our language, our way of life, and interaction with one another. They don't comprehend the Lord's culture, in other words. You see, those of the world, even members of the world's churches, are blinded and not aware that Satan has designed his world to bring death to humanity so that he and his evil host can maintain earth as their home. It's been the strategy of the ages. They were evicted from heaven, their original domain, because of rebellion to God's rules and have laid claim to earth. This battle is seen in Revelation chapter 12, verses 7 through 9. And war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought, but they did not prevail nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old, called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Satan understands spiritual law well. He also knows the result of disobedience. He therefore has designed a way of life, a culture, a lifestyle for the world he runs to constantly be at odds with God, knowing full well these evil ways result in death. Romans chapter 6 verse 23 For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Human death is his ultimate mission, his greatest pleasure. God warned humanity at the beginning. Genesis chapter 2, verses 16 and 17. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat, for in the day you eat of it you shall surely die. His next greatest accomplishment was the destruction of man's home and the animal kingdom. The earth was created by God for man as a pleasant home for him and all life on the planet to live. Satan has successfully corrupted this home, and in fact, all of creation is plagued by corruption, by simply introducing sin. Therefore, death and decay has permeated the whole earth, and most of humanity has willingly been assimilated into it. Seems hopeless, doesn't it? But, you know what? Nothing is impossible with God's help. 
If we will look back to about 167 BCE, we will see a time when God's people were under a foreign power, even as the world is now under Satan. When they cried out for help, God intervened and came to their rescue. God's people celebrate this miracle victory today in the Feast of Hanukkah, or in English, the Feast of Dedication. A study of this feast will give us great hope and confidence in our God and our brighter outlook on tomorrow. I invite you to read about this miraculous feast and its joyous symbolism for today. Click here for the blast. What is the Feast of Hanukkah?